Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. The following is a KTBR KPSN special presentation. When the world cried out in agony of the horrors of the evil Lord Blandish culture, three men came from a distant land to defend them with their thumbs of fire. Separately, these warriors are known as Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. But when evil threatens, they raise their hands to the sky and summon the fire to become the Thumbs of Fury. Are you ready? It's Thumb Time. TBR Break Room. Okay. This isn't the break room, dude. No. Stop playing break room drops. <laughs> Stop singing about the break room, Mark. So what's going on? What we got on the docket this week? No, he's going to be tough talking, not talking today. Oh, okay. What do we see on? What do we see this weekend? I don't even remember. Let's see. Uh, we saw Captain America. Captain America. The second Avenger. Pretty good little film. There's my review. Also known as the Winter Soldier. Okay, this isn't the segment for the review. This oh, is the segment to talk just about intro. what's going on. No, that's my bad. We saw that. We saw our typical Justified. Well, some of us did. Some people saw it. Uh, House of Cards. And then um, we got a new show. Silicon Valley. Yeah, there you go. And Game of Thrones came back this and week. And yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's going to be quite a packed show. Packed yeah. full of awesomeness. Definitely. So, uh, guess we can go straight to break. Go to uh, Winter Soldier on the other side. Absolutely. Sounds good. You are listening to Thumbs of Fury. Does your thumb burn with opinions? Call and share them at 4669665982. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. When Captain America throws his mighty shield... So uh, the f- the, f- the number of us that exist was originally like going those. to be five. I was about to say five, but it actually ended up just being the three of us. Yeah, <clears throat> but only a private screening for three. They right. didn't have enough room for five. Oh. Wait, what? Our lady friends rage quit the uh, movie. They did. They flipped the the they entire were, row of seats and left. Basically, yeah. Went to drink dirty martinis and 
Was it supposed to be Samantha, Samantha really? said, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize they were supposed to be yeah. there. Oh, I just yeah. figured they wouldn't want to well, be there. Well, they reached flip the seats before you got there. So. Right. Were they, did uh, they have a little bit too much drinky the night before? No. No, no, no interest. They, they wanted to go get a little too drinky during that time. So they oh, reached, really? reached flip the seats. and <laughs> Exactly. That's <laughs> why you got hit in the face with a dirty martini yeah. when you walked in the draft house. They didn't. They went all Samantha and walked yeah. out, sashayed out. Yeah, exactly. Right, if they had gone Samantha, you would have gone with them. <laughs> Well, but it's sometimes, lead Samantha, though. sometimes I make a nice sacrifice leader. of being lead Samantha. <laughs> I allow backup Samanthas to, to you know. Someone to take the, the Samantha moniker. I know my responsibilities. My responsibilities are to this show and to another show that might come on later this week on this very same podcast. <laughs> might. That is a tease, my friends. <laughs> what what podcast could it be? It's the return of the Hobo Shack. We probably oh, should have probably should have teased from that one to this one to get people to come to the show. <laughs> With your star, why homosexual? Why? <laughs> exactly. Have we been have we been putting this anywhere that we're oh, know, yeah. intentionally <laughs> intentionally not saying certain words so that it can go there? We're going to right. Isn't that the plan? Just curious Where if, we, it's, if we're able to take advantage of that yet. Oh, I don't know. We'll That's see. more of an offer. That That's an offer. That's behind the. You can just say yes or it's no. Behind the curtain. If you continue to pull back the curtain anymore, I'm going to rake up the table. I think plenty of people have commented you basically have ripped that the curtain off. it is kind of awkward that we don't use the same language that we do uh, in I've, the other show. Now you've burned the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> now there's no more door frame to hold up the curtain. <laughs> exactly. I have not uh, How looked into How many door frames do you know hold a curtain? <laughs> it's a weird curtain. You have a really weird architecture. It's a door-shaped curtain. Well, you know, the curtain rod goes in there and you stick the... <laughs> the curtain rod go, usually goes on the side of a wall. This. Not seen the door, door frame. Is this exciting? This is an award-winning conversation about <laughs> Captain America. This is going to get frequent listeners. <laughs> Curtain talk. Only on Thumbs of Fury. <laughs> this is what's going to get us... This is why we're going to be number one on iTunes next week. Yes, be it sure, is. Curtain talk. Be sure we note that we reviewed curtains in this as well. <laughs> done. Consider it done. The winter curtains. Ugh. Oh, so, so Captain America. Time. Yeah, so... Do we need a brief synopsis, or do we sure. just want to go into it? I'll, I'll, I'll give a brief synopsis. This okay. was adapted from a comic book by Ed Brubaker. Um, I want to say it was but are you four serious? or five years ago now. Yeah, I am serious. And but are you serious? It doesn't share... It was that recent? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's I a fairly recent story. Um, it shares a bit with the comic book, but not... Like, they both have Captain America in them? They both have Captain America. They both have the Winter Soldier in them. The big boss. Is the Winter Soldier a previous friend? Yes, he is. From back when? Yes. Which we didn't see him in the first movie, right? Uh, No. Well, yeah, he was there. Yeah, Yeah, he was in the military camp with him and stuff. Was it that He fell off the train, yes. Was it that guy? It was that guy. Oh, okay. (laughs) So he fell off the train. uh, I played chicken with the train, right? He played, after he played chicken with the train. (laughs) Pretty much that's what happened to Captain America. He played chicken with the train on top of it. (laughs) Do you know what chicken with the train is? It's not falling off a train. It's like going head to head with the train. He He slid down on a zip line playing chicken with it to get on it. Exactly. And then he dropped onto the chicken. Honestly, it's been way too long. Who's the guy that played chicken with the train guy? You remember? It was Bucky His Barnes. His name was Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that there the character design looked this pretty much the same as what's in the comics, and it's the same the base character. Arm. Yeah. Other than that, there's not a lot that is shared because in the original comic book, he is a Soviet assassin that they they freeze and defreeze to come out for missions, and then you know he's brainwashed and all that. But in Which this is case, perfect because he has the Soviet like star on right. his arm. Right. Yeah. Which makes no sense because he's American, right? And they mentioned that the Russians find him. But he's him based in with this. Nazis too, so yeah. it's also kind of weird. Well, yeah. they mentioned they that the Russians find him, but so, found yeah, him. But yeah. then the Nazis are the one that programmed yeah. him the, to be what he is. Essentially, somehow he ends so. up in in Hydra's hands. And really, this movie is about Hydra. Uh, the I know you guys don't watch Agents of Shield, 
No. And I can understand why from the first half of the season, but it has been getting better. And as it turns out, this entire first season of that show has been building to Winter Soldier. And the episode really? before this dealt with the fact that they find out that one of the top agents is actually a double agent and has right. been trying to shut down their team. So it's Which, probably going to be somebody in Hydra. Also Spoiler! The, also the quick hit with uh, that show, Nick Fury is coming to the actual TV show for yeah, the season he's finale. Back, yeah, he's made brief appearances before. Really, but. really? The yeah. actual Nick Fury? Yeah. yeah. Man. Yes, the real Nick Fury. Not is Samuel that, L., the real Nick Fury. Is that, is that Samuel L.'s first foray into TV? I don't know. Uh, I don't Maybe. know. No one, know that, so one can know that, so let's just move on. He's been mm-hmm. on a previous episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. before, so... There you go. Uh, Very briefly. Still, so, I, the be. question remains. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be his second. He's been around a long time, and I don't know that I've like ever... Like anybody could ever know that. No, it's, it's still the it's same impossible. show. <laughs> it's impossible to know. So, anyways, in this case, it, yes, the Hydra... This The primary plot is that it's mostly about Hydra. How Hydra has infested S.H.I.E.L.D. Pretty from, much. For quite a while now. And they are finally making their move uh, since the 40s, since Captain America and the Allied forces shut them down in the 40s. And, yeah, and then basically they they have these airships that uh, you know they want to control the world yeah. with and eliminate people with, and um, which I thought was kind of an interesting concept, which sounded, to bring it back to RoboCop, sounded a little bit like the RoboCop plot. You're talking about theme-wise? Yeah, thematically? theme-wise, yeah. The security versus freedom. Liberty versus yeah, yeah. security. Yes. So that was kind of interesting. A little yeah. bit, but not, but, but I mean, portrayed that was, way better. Sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely a much better movie. Um, we also had, uh, who was it? Uh, who's the guy that can fly? Oh, yeah. the Sam Wilson, the Falcon, is a character Falcon, that's been around yeah. for a long time in the comic books. And he's always been a BFF of Captain America. And I actually, I love the way the Anthony Mackie portrayed him. I think it was great. I love the way they did his wings. Um, because in the original comic books, and I, it's, re- I mean, they're fake wings, but... Sure. You know, they look like costume wings. They don't look like mechanical objects, you know, that could help you fly. And yeah. he has, like, some, I believe he has some, like, telepathy with birds, which is not in this movie. Thankfully. Thank goodness. Um, but other than that, I really like the way that Maybe Anthony Mackie portrayed one. him. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcon. Yeah. The entire movie is him trying to coordinate a flock of pigeons. Exactly. Um, It'd be really boring. Maybe. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is really a, con- it very much is a contemporary of the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series, because it's all about <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D., 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 and the os- espionage behind it. Is it, I mean, you obviously watched the first one fairly recently. Is it link up to the first one fairly yeah. well? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the end of the first film, you know, involves him in getting unfrozen in modern times. Right. He's a, you know, he was a frozen ca- caveman superhero, and right. now he's in modern times, and it shows him, you know, dealing with the present. And then this one transitions, he's still obviously adjusting to that. Well, sure. yeah, but this is also, and they did certain things that don't come to mind right now, like Iron Man 3, this is very post-The Avengers yeah. movie. Well, this is very post-The Avengers movie as well. Is that's that what, what you're talking about? Well, I that's, that's, talking about that's, that's what I just said. That was part of why like was, Iron Man yeah, 3, yeah, yeah, yeah. this one well, is very much the, post. Building the big ships was part, yeah, yeah. because sure. of, they got invaded and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I thought you were referencing. So was Thor 2, actually, so all three of them now have been post. Are they coming out with a... Uh, an actual uh, Hulk movie at some point? Uh, that was my hope. I mean, they mentioned nah. Bruce Banner again, and they also mentioned Stephen Strange in this movie, which I know they've been hinting for a long time that they want to do a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Which would be, I think, really tough to pull off and yeah. make popular. Yeah, I would have said Ant-Man would never happen, though, too. So. Yeah, sure. true. It's Paul Rudd, isn't it? And Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll I, think, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy hasn't else. come out yet, so we'll see. I'm guessing there's going to be two versions of the character, because there are two versions of the comics. There's Hank Pym and Scott Lang. Ah, okay. So I'm guessing they're going to have both versions of this. And I think Scott Lang was a criminal at one time. Ah, okay. And he steals the suit to make money. 
something eh, like that. Makes sense. Um, so do. The, for for a movie called The Winter Soldier, it, it really kind of minimizes The Winter Soldier. He was maybe in it 15 minutes, and that was really sucky. Yeah. They should have called it something else, like Hydra or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, I love the fa- I love the Winter Soldier Captain story. America, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had more relevance to the story I, than I agree, actually I he did. They had a lot more, actually. And, it just sucks. I don't know, you know, I don't know what he's like, but just the mindless drone that he is in the movie sucks. Mm. Like, well, I that's actually, I mean, that's pretty that true from, you know, the beginning of the Brewbreaker comic book story is he is a mindless drone because he's, he's still brainwashed in that story. And Steve has to slowly get him to recognize, you know, come out of that brainwashing. And that happens in this movie, but it doesn't happen until the very end. So you don't get a lot of character. You just get a lot of, yes, mindless drone action. I'm guy. guessing in the next one and in Captain America, the Falcon leads some pigeons. We'll get some more Winter Soldier. <laughs> we'll get some more, you know, spoiler alert, Bucky Barnes. How about that? Really? Yeah. That was now you don't have to stay all the way to the very end of the credits. Well, that's I mean the that was at the end. it was pretty implied when they took his mask off. If you'd watched the most sure. the last movie, you know, fairly recently, you'd recognize his face. But the first um, one was interesting. Hey, the first uh, hidden scene was yeah. was worthy. And then if you stay all the way to the end, it's just literally a scene of watching him walk into a museum. Yeah, and looking at memorabilia of himself. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing himself. that the first scene ties into Avengers Two or ties into Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, sure. Because um, they had one of the weapons from the the aliens that invaded, so right. Well, that was Loki's weapon thing. Was that Loki's? Yeah, I thought it was, it was Loki's one of the staff. Oh, I thought I thought it was one of the uh, regular alien guys. I didn't realize it was. I thought Loki's it was Loki's staff. also. Yeah. Okay. It was Loki's so, staff. Uh, it, it may have been like the globe thing that's yeah. on it. May have been given to him by the guys at the beginning okay. of uh, Avengers. Okay. Well, I yeah, thought it was, it was definitely Loki's staff. All right. Well, that may, I'm guessing they'll tie into Guardians of the Galaxy then, which is coming out here in a few months, which Maybe? I'm looking forward to quite a bit. Where Loki's the bad guy in that one again? I, mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if he shows up in Maybe. some way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, it's pretty much just shield, shield, shield action, and it's it's a uh, over two and a half hour movie, which I actually don't feel like it felt like two and a half nope. hours. I felt like a good solid two hours. Nope, it was two good. hours. Exactly. And uh, it made three hundred eight million dollars. Two the box office. Holy crap! Yeah, it made. This budget was 170, so I think they'll be making a Captain America three. Probably, actually, they actually did. Uh, they it's announced only been that they're out already one going weekend, to. Right? Um, yeah. It's been out two weeks in other countries. I don't. This one I don't think. World, that's for a globally. movie called Captain America. Well, why would not come out here first? It, it, it never comes. At, the last one didn't come out here first either. I don't think, and it can't because I know Stefan saw it a week before we did. Yeah, so right. it's not Captain Sweden. It's Captain yeah. America. It's Captain Puerto Rico. Remember? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. They obviously have different laws in different lands. Oh, it's not a law. It's just the studios that are choosing to distribute it that way. Hmm. Maybe it's because they know that they, that it will sell so much better. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. Um, so two weekends and it's over $300 million already? Yeah. It made 96 just this weekend in the States alone. Oh, my gosh. Almost as much as Thomas's Social makes in two weeks. I know. Especially with that raise. Yeah. Good point. That's and all the illegal accounts. We'll get into that secluded uh, house for myself. Right. You have the break room. We'll get into all this in, uh, okay. in the break room. Is that that's, another that's show? That's a little tease. That's okay. tease. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, the only other new characters they really introduced in this were Black Widow, the which we'll go into the next one. Where, um, well, Black Widow's Scarlet been around. Witch. His real name is ridiculous. Dan Hunter. Uh, Emily Van Camp's character, Agent Thirteen. Um, they called her Peggy, but they didn't really say who she actually is. Or they, I'm sorry, they called her Sharon. She's actually Peggy Carter's granddaughter. So Holy Peggy Hornby. Carter, the girl he had a romance with in, in the, the World first War movie. II. She's actually Sharon Carter, Peggy Carter's granddaughter. Oh, okay. So. They, uh, she was very briefly in it and didn't have a lot to do other than be a little Not defiant. Really. And uh, 
protect him, yeah. which I thought was really Bill funny. Clinton? She didn't have any action scenes really. Captain other than America, you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. Any protecting from a little girl next door yeah. with a gun, right? Yeah, she's supposed to be a high up shield agent that becomes lovers with Captain America. So that's oh, I can definitely see that blossoming. Yeah, ninety six year old with a I don't know. Kind of thought he was going to get with uh, Black Widow, Johansson. Yeah, yeah, a little bit there. Yeah, they did allude to that. I can't remember if that happens in the comics or not. But she ends up getting him with. Uh, What's his name? Damn it. Jeremy Renner. Uh, Bill Clinton? Hawkeye. Yeah, Jeremy Hawkeye. Renner wasn't in this movie yeah. at all. It's no, it wasn't. Yeah. to me. Seems like one he would since be he's in, a shield since agent. he's yeah, in think. S.H.I.E.L.D. But I guess yeah. they couldn't get him for the movie. Apparently, somebody said she's actually wearing a diamond arrow necklace in part of the movie, so yeah. that's it in fact. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. I didn't catch that. So, um... You're always out on the lookout for jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think of, uh, of Captain America Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Hydra? <laughs> uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's not the best, but it was by far not the worst as far as comic book movies and stuff. I thought it was one of the better ones they've done, actually. Ever? Uh, of the Marvel movies? Yeah, I think so. No, I don't. Uh, immediately, X2 is better. Mm, I disagree with that, personally. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, X2 was a good movie, but um, I just didn't think it was better than this. You love the X-Men, though. You're like X-Men bias. Of course. I like the X-Men, too. I, I know. I got no complaints, Thomas really but... likes the X-Men. Well, now I'm having trouble thinking I think of it, another one. For me, Avengers is still pretty good. the top of the Marvel movies. Yeah, Avengers, I and liked then, as well. I, Iron Man, the original Iron Man still up there for me. That uh, was a good one. And then this one's probably number three, I think, for me. Iron Man 3 was... I don't know. I need to I rewatch it. I was very disappointed in too. But uh, yeah, of the Iron Man's, that would the first one. I, the second Thor was really good, too. Yeah, yeah second Thor, I liked But I would still put one. it better below this one. I would, at least. Nah. Nah. They're both really good to me. You're I, an idiot. I... I could see ranking this one higher. This one to me just felt so... I think the Avengers was the pinnacle, personally. I, I thought it was better. It was good. This just but, felt so epic in scale. Yeah. But yeah. I think, for my money, the best Marvel movie I've seen so far is definitely both of the Fantastic Four movies. Electra. Yeah, where's Electra fit into that trio? <laughs> Your top three. Oh, it's the first, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's the one I love. I watch every freaking week. And Taxi? We, we should, that's know. not a Marvel movie. <laughs> At least we, let's stay somewhat consistent. We should reevaluate Daredevil. Yeah, I would like to. I would actually. Uh, I remember not hating it. And look, I liked it more than most people, but it still doesn't compare to the movies we were well, just talking no, about. Just to remember just what it was. Yeah, I would like to rewatch it, and I would actually like to watch Dare, uh, Electra just because I've never seen it. But why? Just to see it, just to be a completist. Then I can make fun of you for liking it so much. No, well, you did see the happen. bad Hulk and the good Hulk. So. I did. I did see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and I hope they do make another Hulk movie. Because I actually thought the one with Ed Norton was actually Norton pretty was good. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the graphics still weren't great. They were better than they were. Way yeah. better than the first one. But yeah, I love the story. Edward. Was so much I hate better. that Edward Norton's not the it, Hulk anymore. It sucks yeah. that they that him and Marvel got into a yeah, spat really because he does. wanted more script control. Sure. Does Spider Man's count as Marvel? I guess they're yeah, not they, Marvel, but they're, they're not. Marvel but they're universe. not produced by Marvel Studios. They're all produced yeah. by Sony. But they are Marvel. But they're Marvel Universe. They're Marvel Universe. Uh, but Spider Man Two, I would definitely put over most things. Yeah, because Spider Man Two was pretty solid. Yeah, it was. Solid number two. Yeah. <laughs> it's a solid, solid number two. Probably uh, after number Avengers. two in need of fiber. Yeah. I'd probably put Avengers first and Spider-Man 2 second, and then somewhere in there, Thor 2 and this 2 and yeah. Captain America. I think these. I, I think this and Thor 2 were both better than any of the Iron Mans, personally. Really? Even the first one, yeah. Wow. I like these better. I think Iron Man, the but first Iron Man, is so much better. Iron Man is really good. That would be the next one. Yeah. But I, I, I like really like both of these. And I think, it, for me, with Iron Man, it's just... 
the but sheer charisma of, of Robert. I, I do, but Robert Downey Jr. is such a damn good actor. Yeah, that, yeah. In those movies, he he's so charming and so charismatic that it just. So Chris I Evans you, is Robert. just the worst. No, I didn't say he's the worst. I just, <laughs> I love. I just prefer. I, I love that character, anyways, and I prefer that character. But I think Robert Downey Jr. is the most charismatic actor in the entire Marvel no, movie. He's overall. Sure. a big part of why Avengers was awesome too. Well, he's really, I would actually almost credit him entirely with the success of the superhero movie past I mean, in the Marvel universe, like really, really getting, yeah, getting this universe going. going. Yeah. I think you have to give him a lot of that credit. I mean, totally. the, apparently his, the guy was almost broke before that movie. Sure. His Butler director had absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it was all Robert. He was too. Yeah. Look, he was I too busy Robert Downey fighting Jr. on uh, Friends. But <laughs> <laughs> I love Robert Downey Jr. But you can't take it away from no, no. Favreau, I'm not taking it away from Favreau. But I'm and... saying, I'm saying his presence and his performance, sure, really, really put this franchise and I'm talking about Marvel movies on the map again after really, really falling down hey, with stuff like X- Electra. Yeah, but, if X-Men. Had, but X-Men, Wait, X-Men really 3. brought it up there. Yeah, it did. But then it like tanked with X-Men Three because Brian Singer wasn't around. And because they just sucked, and then Electra. Spider Man was around though. I know that wasn't Marvel yeah. Studios, but, but Spider Man. The... Yeah, but Spider Man Three yeah. also sucked. And that was, I guess that was that before the first Iron Man. Uh, yes, it was. Oh, okay. And I'm actually Jeez, it's been around. A while, and I'm actually right? just confining my purview to uh, just the Marvel Studios movies, ah, not okay. the others, because I think I don't know. I really wish that Marvel Studios and Sony and Fox would all get together Come and to say, an agreement. "Look how much money we could make." If we would all sign a yeah. thirty a thirty three thirty three thirty three split, yeah, and leave one percent for me, and uh, and yeah, God forbid we get Spider Man into an Avengers movie. Yeah, or something, it would be great know? since he's in been in modern it incarnations makes of the Avengers. No sense. I really yeah. hate that he's not in the Avengers. And they just had an entire <clears throat> maxi run of a uh, comic book called Avengers versus X Men. Yeah, good point. Think about how epic that could be on screen if you were to have one movie. Encompassing that entire Look, story, I'm, they might. How much money could be made? Yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked about the all all cast, pretty much of the X Men that's yeah. coming up. How much awesomer would it be if? Well, how cool would it be if you could at least like in the in the first Avengers movie if we'd seen the Fantastic Why? Four off in the distance fighting as well, and not just the Avengers. Maybe they, maybe they make a brief appearance. Like the difficulty with that being that Chris Evans plays two parts in those. <laughs> true. Well, <laughs> yes, true. But in the but in the next Avengers, they could have them, and they could have uh, Michael. Michael B. Jordan, you know, show up or Bill Clinton, whatever. Anyways, no. I just think there's a lot of money to be made if they could just settle their differences and, you know, all work together to make a better Who's universe. Who's the Invisible Woman again in the new one? Megan Fox? No. No, I don't know. I can't remember. Holly Horn. Oh, it's uh, Kate Maramara. Yeah. No, is it? That movie's going to suck. Yes, it is. Shut <laughs> it. Probably. Already sounds terrible. So Honestly, give... it can't be worse than the last. Oh, no. Those are other, those are another two I would like to revisit because I know they're horrible. <laughs> I never even saw both of them. I, I think saw, I saw part of the first one. I saw them each once, and they're yeah. pretty awful. It was, yeah. I liked the second one okay. There was, yeah, there's lots of bad things. There's lots of things to the hate. Problem okay. The effects are just so bad. The effects are bad. Uh, Doom was like the most, con- like, stupid, stupid Which, by the way, guy. they're bringing Doom back for the next one. Yeah. For the reboot. Well, make him bigger. Is it going to be the same dude? The dude from no. Rip Tuck? No, Julian McMahon. Now they're completely re- rebooting the entire thing. So he's the bad guy in the new one. Yes, uh, I wish they could just do something else. Like, can we get? Can we stick away or stay away from Doom for a little while? Like, you know, I don't know. It could be done right. It could they be, could, but they could, uh, you know, they could Incredible Hulk it and just. But he was the villain for the last two. Like, let's do something else yeah, for for I, one movie. 
Yeah. The big boss. Like, the Red Skull didn't show up in this one. Did a different movie? In Winter Soldier. The Red Skull didn't show up in Winter Soldier. True. It was just Hydra. You're right, he didn't. He's he going to come back. Yeah, he did. But, um... Oh, were you happy that they went from the Puerto Rico suit back to the classic one? I was, yes. I, I think that suit looked that so, so much better than... He started making funny motions as soon as he did yeah. that. It was that, that was my pants dropping to the ground, I was lubing up. I was getting no, really that, nervous. That suit ah! looks so much better than the stuff they had in Avengers and the most recent suit they had in this movie. They, the movie started with which uh, the most recent one was okay. Which was the suit that was in Steve Rogers' Agent of Shield comic book? I think was the name of the title. But anyways, yeah, okay. I'm not. I haven't been a big fan of any of the suits except that very first one. I don't think the helmet look looks natural with anything but that first one. You need a more militaristic look. Yeah. Um, it works in a 2D form, like or uh, this is a 2D form, like uh, in a comic book form. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't work in. It works on paper. It I don't feel like it works in live action. Put it that way. Sure. So yeah, it looked so much better. I give this movie two flaming thumbs up. Wow, that's right. I give it two thumbs up. It was good. I'll give it one flaming thumb and one thumb up. <laughs> Gassy. Just, nah, no gas. Nah, just standard thumb and a flaming thumb. All right. Man, all three different. Well, on the other side, we have a snap judgment of the new Mike Judge show. Here comes the break room. We have Justified Talk with a little Getting Local in Your Ass, Incorporated. And we have House of Cards and Game of Thrones, which is going to be exceedingly complex. If Dave thought we were uh, really not paying attention with The Walking Dead, just wait <laughs> to Game of Thrones. You are listening to Thumbs If You Ring. Does your thumb burn with opinions? Call and share them at 4696659827. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. If you want to live here, you've got to deliver. Like Steve. Jobs are Wozniak. Steve Jobs or Steve... No, I heard you. Which one? Jobs. Jobs was a poser. He didn't even write code. (laughs) Silicon Valley is the cradle of innovation. Your compression algorithm blew our engineering team away. We have the resources to take what you have done to the global level. I'm prepared to give you $200,000. $600,000 for 10% of your company. $10 million. We had a guy in here in almost the exact same situation. Take the money or keep the company. He shot himself because he turned down the money? Yeah. Or no, no, he took the money. Or no. No, he did not. I don't, you know what? I don't remember. But whatever it was, he regretted it so much that he ended up shooting himself and now he's blind. For thousands of years, guys like us have gotten kicked out of us. Get out of here. What if we built our own company? Ultimately, what we're trying to do is, uh, well, I guess... (laughs) You remind me of my son. He's got Asperger's, too. Oh, oh, no, I don't... What do you guys do here? What do we do? All those U-porn ones and zeros streaming directly to your little smartphone. Every dip who his pants if he can't get Skrillex in under 12 seconds. It's not magic, it's talent and sweat. That's what the we do. All right. So... (laughs) This is a very, very dirty Silicon Valley trailer. Very, very, very dirty. 
So this was a fairly anticipated uh, show, at least by a couple of us, I believe. The Mike Judge fans over here on this side of the table. Yeah, that would be me and Dustin. Um, Mark and Dustin. I like Mike Judge. Shut up. You didn't like anything pre-1990 or yes, anything by Mike I Judge? Am. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I will say that all of the funny moments in that trailer were not in the first episode. That's not all true. All of the laugh-out-loud funny moments. Yeah, like the doctor scene? True. That wasn't there. It yeah. wasn't that funny. I thought it was extremely funny. Uh, yeah, I, I love that scene. But anyway, so get the basic premise from the trailer. It's yes. uh, basically a guy that creates an algorithm to super compress yeah. uh, audio. But it, he creates something called Pied Piper. It's, which, lo- it's lossless. It's a lossless yeah, compression. Right. It's it's the thing called Pied Piper that supposedly goes out and finds any copyrighted version of music and, right. and brings it back and renders it quickly. And yeah, it's a super compressed version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these two people, basically like a, I guess like a Google style company. Called Hooli. Called Hooli. And then like an independent... Uh, startup guy that wants to just give seed money. Yeah, are competing to see if they want to give him ten million dollars or if he's going to get this two hundred thousand. And you know, he ends up starting his own company at the end. And that's kind of where the whole series is going well, to yeah. go, obviously. And yeah. teach him how to run it, right? So and probably teach him how to be a, a a real boy. Absolutely, I think so to speak. This was uh, created by Mike Judge, and this first episode was written by Mike Judge. And um, Judge actually has some experience in this because he used to be a programmer working on F 18s and then he started up a uh, video card company in Silicon Valley uh, back in the day. Right. And then he eventually didn't like the culture, so he quit. So he has some experience in this world. And one thing I did like about the show, and this is a snap judgment segment, by the way. We didn't <laughs> preface this. But um, we don't know if we'll continue this or not. I don't think we'll continue to review it. But, Probably not. Uh, this is just like a first impressions. But anyways, um, so it, it plays very true to, I feel like, nerds, not only nerd, nerd culture, but Silicon Valley in general. Obviously, we don't live in from Silicon my, Valley. From my impression of it, it, yeah. it seems very much like From that. everything I've heard, it's very true to actually They Silicon obviously Valley. exaggerate some things, but, sure. you know, like the programmer bullying and the insane would, bike that everyone's riding together. Yes. And, you know, it wouldn't be a comedy if things weren't exaggerated. Right, right. Here. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, obviously they do those kind of things to exaggerate it, but um, even the basic stuff that's probably not exaggerated, like you say, that stuff to me was funny also. Just yeah. the ridiculous... Everyone fawning over the guy who was the head of Hooli and yeah. having two seconds with him, but he's the greatest guy of all time. Well, they have like Elon Musk in, in the pilot and a couple right. other guys, and Elon Musk who runs Tesla now, right? Um, and created Tesla, you know, amongst many other things. Like the he's band? one of those guys that, huh? The band? Yes, he created the band. They had the, Tesla. Uh, they had the real uh, guy from Google, also, right? I can't think of the guy's name right now. Uh, Eric Schmidt. Yeah, Eric Schmidt yeah, was in there. there. They yeah. tried to talk to him. He basically walks yeah, off yeah. and is annoyed. That's what I picture. Like everybody fawns over those guys, and right. the guy in this in this episode, I forget his character's name, but the head of Huli. Yeah, the head of Huli. Um, yeah, it, they basically fawn all him like you would expect to Eric Schmidt and Elon Musk. Exactly. So yeah, it, this episode reminded me a lot of the pilot of Party Down, which Martin Starr, who played the Satanist in this, was also in Party Down as the right. almost the exact same character. It seemed in a way. like the exact same. Character. Yeah, I mean, except he's a Satanist in this instead of a sort of off-putting sci-fi nerd. Which they have a funny bit with the cross looking right side up, depending on how he's holding yeah. his arm and everything. I yeah, thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, he's very, very surly and angry, just like he was in Party Down. But is it? It's for a pilot. It's not sensibly about a comedy. It's not heavy in the comedy. And but, but again, Party Down was that same way too. It was not yeah. heavy in the comedy. It's a really a slow burn type of show. Yeah, and I think it. I think it set itself up nicely for a run. You know, obviously, it's you're not gonna. It's not going to be like, you know, shield quality pilot or anything like that. But I didn't necessarily right. not, not necessarily but, expect that generally. But what is? Yeah, I mean, generally, I would never expect that. You're talking about that was my biggest shield, right? complaint was, yeah. and I knew nothing about this going into it other than you wanted me to watch it. But 
I didn't think it was particularly funny. Like, there were a couple of funny moments, but for a comedy, there wasn't lots of humor, which is fine. It was all, you know, if it's building to that, fine, but I yeah, just I think didn't that, think, I think there was a lot of setup. So I wonder if it's supposed to be, fine. is it supposed, I mean, it's technically, it's a sitcom, it falls in that genre, but it seems like it's going to play somewhat of a, as a dramedy, you know, like, yeah, it's more intended to be a comedy, but some drama in there. That's kind of what I gather from it, yeah. It could. Um, and it had a Mike Judge feel to it yeah. in general. Like, the way it was shot mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of previous Mike Judge things. It's just... To me, the characters, and I think this is where Mike Judge excels, in, is he can instantly define a character, yeah. and they strike well, as... like Office Space. I mean, you yeah. can just tell these yeah, kind of how they're going to be. Yes. His characters yeah. come out of the shoot very well-defined. And have their instantly have all the diverse personalities, and hey, they all have their little quirky stamp on them. For some reason, I just incessantly root for Mike Judge to have something successful. I do too. I mean, even you know, King of the Hill had a long run, but Fox jerked that show all around. Yeah, uh, he had another show after that on Fox or on ABC. There was an animated show that only got like three episodes, and they canceled it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Extract wasn't great. Yeah. I, I was disappointed in that. Uh, so he, I mean, he's had his misses. Office Space didn't know how to end, so he had a miss. He had a partial miss there. Yeah. But um, when he's on, I think he's really on. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that once this starts going, like most of King of the Hill, it didn't end very well either. Yeah. But, but he didn't um, get much. He didn't get a chance. Yeah, to, in that series, to be that, fair, that's true. I mean, he didn't. But I mean, they always preempted that show with football and all this yeah. other stuff and on Fox baseball. But, yeah. So uh, basketball. It was enough. Um, it was definitely enough to get me to keep watching it because yeah. I, I want to see where it goes. I know? do too. If I'm going to give it a season. If it stays this level the entire season, I don't know if I would stay with it. Yeah, but I see potential in it. I think for me, that's what I'm hoping is that Party Down, the first episode, did not um, instantly grab me, but I'd heard it was so great, so I kept watching, and I love that show now. It's it's one of the shows that just really it takes really a little grew. while. Yeah, it's a slow burn. It really really grew on me, and purely based on a pilot. I mean, I have to go back to. One of my favorite shows of all time, if not number one, with The Wire. The pilot, to me, is not that great. Yeah. So it's just, I'm well, not going to base it all on true. that. It's true. The Wire took me five, six episodes to really grab me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first few, I was like, But I the difference being, so when great. did you start watching The Wire? Like, did you watch it the first day it came out? No, it was years later. That's what I'm saying. So the difference yeah. being, you benefit from the fact that you can watch a couple in a row. Sure. sure. Yeah. To be able to see if this, obviously, is a little bit different. Right. Yeah. That's, true. That's true. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm not going to say... I'm out on it because I do see potential of it, even if this wasn't my favorite episode. That's that's kind of where I'm going. Like with the that. show may it may be one of those shows too that, let's say it does get actually good. It, good, it may be one of those shows that people have to then watch it on DVD or Netflix back to back, and then maybe season two or three it'll gain maybe. more and more of a following. That's probably sure. going to be the way I watch it if I do because sure. I'm not really interested in watching anymore, unless I hear it's really good. And so you didn't care for the show at all. Watch it. I. I didn't care for it enough. There's yeah. too many things that I already have to watch. I don't know how you watch as much television as you do, but uh, it has to be like, <laughs> it has to be like really good for me to watch. Yeah. There's too many things that I not only watch now, but want to catch up on. Yeah. Like I'm finally finishing the Sopranos, like the last half of that season, the last season. And sure. there's too many things that are way, way above stuff like this on the list. There's no way unless it, it goes on a season and you guys and everybody else are saying it's really good. I'll probably go back for me. It's either when I watch this many shows, it's either. Yeah. It's, it's like when I'm working out in the morning or it's on Sunday, most of the time you don't during have the week, to explain. No, I'm just saying if you're how you're able to do it, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I want I you to know the secret even my, more than you do. My amazing powers. Here's the curtain down. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm burning the next <laughs> curtain. I'm taking out the door frame. So curtain my personal top. rating, I'll, uh, I'm actually going to give it 
a thumb up and a thumb sideways because it's not it wasn't great, but it's good enough that I to me I feel like it's good enough for a thirty minute commitment. If yeah. it was an hour long drama, I might even have more problems. That's also introduces a new like if it's thirty minutes, which yeah. really is twenty five or less. Yeah. Well HBO it's usually full thirty. That's true. But still thirty minutes is meh, you know. A little bit different than committing hour long episodes. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I have to give it the same rating. Um yes. One up and one sideways. No gas I'm uh, pouring out anywhere. No gas. Uh, I'm too sideways. And we'll say, uh, before we move on, what did you think about T.J. Miller's character? The guy that with the crazy beard, the uh, incubator guy? He kind of he beats me. Stupid. Yeah, I'm hoping he gets a little better. I am too. Or yeah. booted off the island. Yeah, one of the I mean, two. who knows? It's a pilot. He may not last. Yeah. I mean, for, he reminds me of Dale from King of the Hill somewhat. Kind of. In a, in a way. He's kind of wheels off, but he's not, I mean. But he just kind of, I don't know why, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's T.J. Miller, the actor, that is not working for me, or if it's well, the character itself. I was actually going to say another thing that makes me want to keep going past this is the King of the Hill pilot wasn't too great either, if you go back and watch that. I don't remember that pilot. <laughs> They're sitting around talking about Seinfeld. When does Hank yeah. ever talk about that? Oh, true. So he hates everything New York. So it's really, it, it may just take a little bit to get its legs. All right, fair enough. Well, let's move on to uh, Game of Thrones then. So this is the season premiere, season four Yay! premiere, and just based on its success last night, uh, it my, already got not last night. Sorry, two nights ago. Yes, two nights ago. And it already got efforts. Two additional seasons, seasons yes. <laughs> which means they will probably be officially caught up with George R. R. Martin by sure. the end of se- by the end of that season, which will be season six. Right. So he better get writing because he's got one more. He's got two more books to finish. Oh, they renewed it. They renewed it for two Just more seasons. Based off of yes. the ratings from... Well, that's a surprise Because they got the highest and rating. And also, from the George R. R. Martin, not, no spoiler about this yeah. or anything, but to my understanding, the last couple of books, he spends half of a book, or like one book, only on some characters, yeah. and then another book, only on some characters right. at the same time. Yes, so you have to like correct. put those back together. So really, the last two will be one, se- one well, season, probably. No, I think what they'll do is they, they will take those two books, combine them, and yeah. then cut them in half. Oh, yeah. So that will give that, them two seasons, and that will give him two years to finish this next book which will then give them they could maybe stretch into another two seasons sure because they're supposed so he has to write two more he's got two more books to finish the series so he could if he will get off his when did the series start start writing (laughs) when did he start when did the first book come out I think it was 1997 I think I want to I can tell you in a second 1500 piece no 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 they're I mean the first one was 97 I think because I, I think I started reading ninety eight or ninety nine, maybe I, maybe two thousand was because I remember I was I was laid off and I was working at Best Buy when I was first I, a guy working there gave me his copy of it and told me to read it. So uh, I think that was when it was. Oh, don't take me to the <laughs> TV art article, you piece of do do trash to do. Uh, anyway, anyway, it was sometime in the nineties. It's not really that you don't have to keep looking, dude. Yeah, I'm looking. At some point, not today, we should explore the the background from book to TV, because I'm interested in that story. I'm sure there's going to be a documentary about it, if there hasn't been already. I but. doubt it. I doubt anyone will note it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was 96 when it first came out. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> I'm t- and letting you know the information so you can be a more informed viewer. So we were actually 
in Abilene when that first one came yes, out. Yes, we were 16, 16. when it came out. <laughs> it's taken this long to get to book 16. seven. It's going to take, 16. man, awesome. I was going to say it's going to take five more minutes yeah. for Dustin to find that drop. But <laughs> oh, no. 16. You kidding me? So this is the uh, first episode of season four. Dude, it's called dick. Two Swords, and it was directed by D.B. Weiss and written by David Benioff, two Fine. frequent writers and directors on the show. And it w- it did what Walking Dead didn't manage to do in its season premiere, or second half of the season Second half season, well, whatever. Second half premiere. I don't remember premiere. the season premiere. I just remember, remember Dead, so. chocolate. That was the chocolate. No, no, I mean the original season premiere, not the half season premiere. No, no, crap. I was talking about the, the second half season premiere. Uh, the first season premiere was immediately following the, wait, no, never mind. Because that didn't happen until it. mid-season, so I don't know. Yeah, that was mid-season. Well, it's just that... Oh, yeah, a, they were just harvesting vegetables or yeah. something, so that was stupid, too. There, it takes a bunch of storylines, and Walking Dead crapped all over it. This, this one managed to take all these characters that are vital to the story... At least give them each a little bit of screen time. Everybody but Greyjoy, or what's his name, the guy that's on the. Yes, that's right. He didn't appear, but he's going to have a he's going to have a vital role later. Yeah, and I can't remember. Did uh, did Stannis appear in this one? Stannis Baratheon? No, he did not. He was alluded to, but he didn't appear. Okay, I couldn't remember because I watched the season finale and the season premiere back to back, and I could because I was kind of getting mixed up in my mind. Yeah, the Baratheon camp didn't, and uh, Greyjoy didn't. But most of the most of the original characters, aside from those who are dead, yeah, that guy. What? No, yeah. Yeah. The other yeah. ones that showed up. Dead. I thought you said yeah. shut up. Showed up, yeah. Like, I was acknowledging it. <laughs> what do you want me to do? So the episode starts off with... Shut up. Uh, Tywin Lannister burning, or not burning, melting down Rob Stark's, or sorry, Ed Stark's sword. Ice. Can we get to the topic? And he melts it, and he turns it into two swords. It's two Valyrian steel swords, which are highly prized swords in the like, world throw one of the wolf pelts or he something threw in the fire a wolf pelt yeah. in the fire it's just that symbolism fire. more than anything sure. that was a kind of informing you that this was rob stark's sword yeah right or not rob ed stark's it. although yeah it was rob's i mean rob no it. it was ed stark's sword ned wasn't it they yeah well his name's ed yes, but, but they call him ned whatever oh, okay but, anyways but rob had it uh right? no because um the uh, the uh guy who cut off rob when they killed him no, they got it because the guy, at least in the books, maybe they changed this in the series and I wasn't paying attention, but right. in the books, the guy who cuts off the gallows guy that cuts off um, Ned's head him. took the sword from him. Oh, okay. I forget his name now, but uh, anyways, he took the sword and kept it for himself. Okay. So now maybe they changed that for the series and I wasn't paying attention. It's highly That makes possible. more sense. Cause, it's not really that important. Yeah. I mean, it makes anyways, more sense because it wouldn't it have been was, around It him. was that sword, ice, that they melted down to make two swords, one of which he gives to Jamie Lannister, who is back in uh, Westeros and back in... Uh, Castle Hill. Yeah. Uh, trying to get back in his what sister. Are, what are the names? I can't remember the name. Uh, King's Landing. King's Landing. Yeah. And Castle Hill, King's Landing. He uh, goes back to the city with Brienne and he's missing, of course, one hand. Was it uh, when his father trying to send him off to Casterly Rock or something along? Yeah, he was. He's trying to make. He needs a new lord for Casterly Rock because he's the hand, and he expects to live out his life in King's Landing. So he's expecting Jamie, Jamie to quit the King's Guard and go be the new lord of Casterly Rock and produce little blonde ancestral babies. Right. So probably he didn't probably expect them to be ancestral. Well, you know they would be. But uh, Jamie refuses. He wants to stay near Cersei and stay in the King's Guard. And Why? doesn't want any part of that. And uh, Tywin will have none of Tyrion being the Lord of Casterly Rock. No, of so, course not. Um, he's kind of uh, out of luck on that front. Uh, unless kind of out of luck in general. Unless Cersei goes and takes family. over Casterly Rock, which he is also opposed to. So, are you completely caught up on all the books? I am. Oh. Okay, just wondering. Yeah, I've I've read the first three several times. The subsequent two, I've only read once each. So they were not as good. Not nearly as a good a read. Now, maybe if they combine the stories, it'll be a lot better. I think. But yeah. yes. Originally, that that book that book four was 
The, the ones that became four and five were originally one book, and they split them into two. So but there are right. five books total right now? There are five books, yeah. Mm. A Feast for Crows and then A Dance of Dragons are the last two. So anyways, um, Tywin tells Jaime, Jaime that he needs to quit the King's Guard. Jaime refuses. That's pretty much the end of that story, other than he goes and sees Cersei, and she tells him... Tries to get with her, of course. He tries to, and she wants none of him with his missing hand and... Yeah. Um, whatever it's, there was something else she his, said uh, I don't know being in the King's Guard and being 40 years old or something yeah. there was some slight I kept emphasizing that. that he was 40 years old I'm like that's that's strange yeah <laughs> but uh old man yeah um Tyrion get out my, of here old man probably hand. I think a lot of people's favorite character um is he's a top couple yeah he's I mean, there's only a few likable characters he's no longer the hand of course since Tywin took over and he is now in, become taken over for Littlefinger as the master of coin and <laughs> He has been put in charge of greeting the uh, Prince Martell from the Martell family. Uh, and his brother ends up coming, right? Yeah, and his uh, his brother Oberyn, the second son, because uh, the elder Martell is actually a cripple and cannot really go anywhere. Uh, an invalid, right. to be, I guess, proper. He's an invalid it. human. An invalid human, yes. Sure. So he sent to make... Uh, to, to greet him, but the guy's already been in the city for a while and is uh, enjoying himself at the whorehouses. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of Littlefinger's frequently seen whorehouses. And uh, he does not discriminate between the sexes. He goes, he goes uh, hard after... Ready to go. Yeah. If you have, a, if you have an orifice <laughs> that he can, he can stick his sword in, yeah. his meat sword. <laughs> he's game. Yeah, he's good to go. He is game. Um, but he is there not really to honor the wedding of Joffrey and... Uh, not Sansa anymore. Uh, uh, Redface. What's her name from the High Garden? Yeah. Um, but he's Did you actually say there. Red face? Rat face. <laughs> Mousy Mousterston. Nazi Mousterston. Mousy. Oh, they said Nazi Mousterston. No. no, whatever. Uh, what's her name from. Uh... Uh, <laughs> what's the name of that show? <laughs> well, with Henry VIII in it. The Tudors. Yeah. Yes. Anne Boleyn name, from the Tudors. Anne Boleyn, yeah. yes. Natalie something or another. Anyways, Natalie, Natalie Dormer. Face. That's her name. Yeah. Uh yeah, so he's there ostensibly in in theory to honor be there for the wedding, but he's really there to get his revenge on Sander Clegane, uh the the mountain that you've seen a few times, the really huge guy that like hacked a horse in half with one right one swipe of his sword, the brother uh, of Bear or whatever the the dog yeah of Gregor the no dog. wait I'm sorry he's there to get revenge on Gregor not Sand- Sanders the dog yeah, Gregor's yeah. the mountain anyway Sanders the one with the Stark girl right yes yeah. Gregor is the one that killed Oberyn's little. Uh, little sister, but it's it's dog's brother. Yes, it's dog's brother. Yes, so he's there to get. Is he the brother of the dude who beat on what's her name? <laughs> yes, he is. He did actually. But he's he there is. to get his revenge. And uh, that guy didn't think that would actually be relevant in a conversation. Following up on the season finale, Sansa is refusing to eat because her family's dead and. Uh, Tyrion's, little, Tyrion's little horror is trying to get her to eat. The details of the family executions made it back to her. So. Did you go out to eat? And uh, Shay, the horror, tries to hook up with Tyrion again, but he refuses. He's being all proper and proud. And she's caught. Right. Yeah. Who, by a handmaiden who immediately goes and tells, uh, not the queen anymore. What's it? The queen. I don't know. Trap draw. What's her name? Oh, Cersei? Oh, you weren't listening. Yes, yeah. Cersei. That's it. Trap jaw. I was trying to like, wait. Oh. <laughs> um, Trap jaw and rat face. <laughs> so that'll be coming on a new episode, either the next one or the one after that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But, you know, she'll be mutilated in some horrible way. and Should be interesting. She'll show it to her brother like it's the greatest prize ever. And he'll still go for it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so then we also have um, 
what's going on with uh, snow. And we have some other stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, up in the north, uh, snow is back at Castle Black. Another one of the likable characters. Yes, the yes. He's back at Castle Black after having been shot several times by Ygritte and been shot three times with arrows. And he managed to survive and gets back to Castle Black to warn them all. And uh, I'm really irritated a, by that story. Why is that? Because it seemed obvious that she was willing to go with him at the end there, and yeah. then he just left her. But she also shot him. Right. No, no, that was afterwards, though. After the whole battle, she was willing to fight with him, where he l- disappears with her, and she appeared ready to leave with him. She was fighting her own people uh, alongside him. Yeah. Wow, that was a weird word. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Well, I've watched it more recently. Yeah, true. <laughs> and we, then he just left. We didn't see uh, Bran in this, did we? The crippled... No. Oh, Stark, no, we didn't. In this, Man, and jeez. There's quite a few people we yeah. didn't actually see. No, so we didn't see him. Yeah, or the other... They split into two groups, so we didn't see either of those two yeah. groups. But we did see uh, the the Dragon Queen, right. yeah. uh, Daenerys. We saw a little bit Daenerys of her story, very little actual, part of her story. Yeah, and the actual dragons. We saw yeah. the, crazy. the dragons gotten... The new cast member that they totally recast. Yeah, they, which is so weird. Of, Trying to kind of win her heart. Or I wonder whatever. if it was the actor's problem or if it was the studio's problem with the I actor because it's like, why would you ever leave that series? It's, yeah. it's yeah. a landmark sense. series. It'd make your career. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they recast the role of Dario, who is her lava. And Dario. Uh, thanks for <laughs> spoiling it. What? We don't know that yet. I thought she, he was already her lover no. in previous episodes. No. Well, they allude to it, anyways. I thought I thought they were too. But He's no. gonna be her lava. I thought he was already her lover once. No. Big spoiler, well, anyways. Thanks for ruining everything. I know, I ruined the entire Who's series by. Now I'm gonna give going up to watching sex. every episode. Now Thomas is just gonna watch Silicon Valley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this. Um, she is marching on a uh, new part of Afghanistan with uh, her dragons and slaves, yeah. aka Marine. It's weird that Afghanistan makes a. It just reminds me showing in. <laughs> Game of Thrones fictitious world. <laughs> it's one of the three great slave cities, so she's going to go take that down. And uh, She really does not like slaves. No, she hates slaves. I'm, I'm sorry you do like slaves. But no, I'm not saying I do. <laughs> I'm just saying everyone else seems pretty okay. Well, really, most of the civilized, like the really super civilized, the Seven Kingdoms don't seem to have them no, they for don't. the most part. No, not in Seven Kingdoms. This is across the Narrow Sea. Uh, so yeah. it's, There are a bunch of slave cities and other weirder cultures out I'm still out there. disappointed that her former husband didn't make it longer into the story than he did yeah I was disappointed that in, in the original book too but it was the same they didn't differ at all from that yeah. so anyway. um, and then we get to see some of uh, the hound and Arya Stark who okay the hound we were calling yeah. him the dog yeah. earlier and well, I was like that's not right Joffrey also calls him dog oh, okay. so yeah, right. uh, we saw him for we saw a little bit of well. Joffrey uh, the hound the I think the uh, one of those to me he's at least one of those villains that you love to hate so yeah, sure. absolutely. Well, I mean, he's, especially with the relationship he's kind of forming with little Stark, whatever her name is. With Sansa? Nice, yeah. Well, he said Sansa. Sansa the one in King's Landing? Yeah. You're I'm not talking, talking about, about Joffrey, right? You're talking about the Hound? I'm talking about the Hound. Oh, I'm talking about Joffrey. No, no, the no, king no. is the one okay. you love to hate. Yes. I like the, I like the Hound. Oh, yeah. I, I don't love that. I, I he's think a, he's yeah, a, he's a mixed bag, but he's, yeah. he's yeah, pretty likable. He's, easier, he's getting easier and easier to like Yeah. with his relationship with uh, whatever her name is, Aria. Yeah, Aria. Aria. Ariola. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Knew it, you were going to go. With so at, in the season finale, it's she young to call that. My she, opinion. <laughs> fair enough. There's Mark. No lines. <laughs> uh, no she lines. killed her first guy in the season finale last season, and she yep. kills again in this episode. She recognizes in a very interesting way, which yeah. I don't blame her. Well, she recognizes the uh, one of the guys 
well, it's someone who she's met before named Polliver, and he has her sword. And so she uh, makes that thorough guy? work of that guy as well. Along with sound too, actually. Was it that guy? I mean, if we can actually pull someone using that inflection or something similar to that from a movie, that would be awesome. We'll see if we can find it. Okay. We need to use what's his name's uh, thing from that show, Silicon Valley. His <laughs> algorithm. Yeah, exactly. Try to go find it. <laughs> and Area finally gets a horse. Yeah. Yes, and that was a big that successful thing. Pretty much the conclusion of that. After uh, she kills a bunch of people. That's all the storylines in it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think we got it all. It wasn't right. a lot of... It, it was good. It's good. It's not a lot. This is the first episode I've watched standalone, obviously, in the last month or so. Obviously. I watched all three of the first episode, first seasons. Man, it's a lot harder to watch them singled out, for sure. But The show with Chris Hardwick? Yeah. And so has Jenny McCarthy come over? <laughs> yes. <or? laughs> and Carmen Electra will just do it with yeah. the whole cast. Yeah. Uh, do it with the whole cast. That's interesting. Of course. But yeah, it, it was good. It just there's not a lot of ha- happenings right now. So there's a lot of setup. There's, yeah, it's Which a it's a setup episode. But it's again what Walking Dead should have done. A, yeah. All these characters coming back out sure. of you know a great season more. It's time to like set the foundation, and then you can go yeah. back. Then now we can go to these subsequent episodes and focus on sure. fewer characters. Sure. But it is amazing the number of characters, and it only gets worse. I mean, the the roster expands from here on out. So. It'll be interesting, interesting to see how they combine characters to reduce that number. Interesting. But, yeah, I thought it was Should a really good season finale. It was a really good setup. Um, they've done, I think they've done a better job of explaining subtly what certain a, things are. It was a season premiere, by the Sorry, way. season premiere. Finale. Yes. Yeah, that, that would have been a crappy finale. Yeah. <laughs> I still feel like it's a show Especially that... Especially only one episode. <laughs> right. I don't know. You guys have never read the books. Do you guys feel like you have to go do some research to figure out who certain people are? Because I felt that way about season Sometimes. two. Not, In the earlier seasons, terribly. I felt uh, a little bit like that, but... Yeah, I don't think it's been too bad. Again, I also watched all three of them shotgun True. pretty much. So it became, I mean, you get it eventually. Yeah. It's just they, they didn't always do a good job in the past of explaining who certain people were yeah. like Stannis. So. I was okay with that, even though you yeah, they really that comment. Yeah. But anyway. So. I give this one two up. thumbs up. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Me too. I really like the show and it. Um, I want it to build, obviously, but I don't, I don't have any fear that it will yeah. from here. So. Yeah. yeah. Two, Two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. All right. Let's go into Justified, I guess. Next. Under House of Cards or Justified? Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, next? Let's play Russian Roulette and just do whatever comes first. On this lonely road, trying to make it home. Doing it by my lonesome pissed off flow song. I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at you, boy. You try to go, God, fall back. I go. So this episode was it's the penultimate episode of the season. How are you serious? And Dustin did not see this episode. But are you gonna run into the other room? I don't care. It really it not it's it's a transitionary episode setting up everything for the finale. Sure. It transitions out. To the, to the last episode. And that's kind of what penultimate episodes tend to do, is set everything up for the finale. That's twice. Let's see how many yeah. more times I will keep dropping it until you get yell at me. So this was uh, called Starvation, and it's all about uh, Boyd and Raylan working together to try to bring down Phoebe Crow. Kind of. It, try, to try to, yes. Although he Boyd definitely... They take shots at each other. Sure. Um, 
Phoebe is obviously the heroine. Boyd's looking for the heroine. Wynn's looking for the heroine. Mm-hmm. Dewey Crow's looking... I thought you said Phoebe was the heroine. No, he's, oh, okay. he's looking for the heroine. It's like they had a really big reveal. And Dewey Crow is trying to get away. Um, With anything and everything. Yes. Uh, Wynn and Boyd are working together after the after Boyd kills killed Pickard in the last episode. They are working together to try to figure out how to, at first, get the heroine back. But then they decide, well, Raylan's obviously, obviously looking for this heroine, too. So let's just bring down Phoebe Crow while we're at it, and let's give him, let's give the heroine to Raylan, but let's trap Phoebe in the process. Sure. That way they get themselves out of out from under everybody, including the Mexicans. What is Phoebe's okay. actual name? It's Daryl. Okay, Daryl. But he'll be Phoebe. And his now brother's on. name was what? I because I Dewey, Daryl, Danny, and Danny. Okay. There was a guy named Demon at one point, but he wasn't was a Crow. Oh, okay. Was that the dude that got killed by? He was in the first season. Danny. Uh, I can't remember. Oh no, first season. I think it was the first season. It wasn't the crocodile guy that came up with them. No, that was the okay. that was John Bat- Baptiste. Yeah, the Haitian. was it that guy? <laughs> anyway, yeah. so uh, Boyd walks into the marshal's uh, HQ and uh, offers up a bunch of information. Doesn't really ask hey. for much in in return. I'm an HQ, even though they're uh, very. He suspe- does actually. Does he ask? What does he ask? He for? asks for a clean slate. Oh, you're right. He does. I'm sorry. Yes, you're because, right. He asks for a clean slate because uh, Raylan has threatened him yes. with the complete and total file right. against him. Right, and they expect him to ask for something for Ava, and he doesn't ask for that. And uh, Raylan even tells Ava as, as, as yeah, much. Yeah, and previous to before he turns himself in and actually starts giving them things, Raylan goes to Ava in the jail. Yeah, and to try to get information. Her, yeah, Ava? a deal. To Ava? try to get information on the heroin, on, on the goings-on, so to speak. All the so. shenanigans and goings-on. <laughs> it's a joke for three. I just don't. I'm <laughs> and not, other people I'm who watch that movie. I don't. Maybe. No. Not that many, though. <laughs> not that many. Um, Boyd also There's announces... a good chance that they're listening to this show as well. True. Um, Boyd, it, while he's in the marshal's office, Either also... you guys seen that, let us know. <laughs> Call us at 469-665-9827. Uh, he announces in front of Tim and Rachel that um, Raylan basically allowed... What's his name to get killed last season? Yeah. The mob uh, boss. The mob... Uh, not the mob boss, but the or mob the, sub boss. The sub boss, yeah. That he set him up to get killed. Sure. And at first Can they didn't... That? Uh, Boyd, Boyd announces if, it in the middle of the sheriff's office. And they pretty much just Marshall's shook it office. off and said, well, that's pretty much over. Tonin's dead. Yep. They said, well, they've already fingered an FBI guy right. for that, so there's and no use wow. talking that crap. And then they found someone that's guilty. Really weird. <laughs> so if you blow up a mob boss, that's all that happens to you? <laughs> diddly, diddly. <laughs> it's not horrible. In the prison, uh, Ava... Why are you 12 years old? <laughs> God. Uh, in the prison front, Ava... Was set so up last periods. season to be the new leader of the heroin gang in the prison. Sure. Uh, and in this episode, some other white girls are about to attack her, but then other white girls protect her from that. Because I, she's the heroin king right yeah, now. She's the heroin, I guess, queen, queen is probably excuse the me. more appropriate title. Um, and she's kind of getting beaten down and wants to get out of prison. Although, first, she refuses to give any information to Raylan. Um, she does. She then later kind of comes back around on that, and Raylan says, "I think says she does say, get me out of here, and then I'll give you.'" And he says, "I can't do that," and he's like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." Yeah. But she, she refuses to give up, and then at the end, ah. she's like, "All right, I'll, I'll give you information," and he says, well, "It's too late." Oh, okay. Well, I'm just kind of surmising well, yeah, her, her story. Up. Her kind of next in line, yeah, is it's you know brutally late. murdered. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. In the episode, which is what kind of scares her into, okay, I'll give him information. And I think that's the first season we've had with <laughs> Raylan and Ava, and man. Over it's been a while. It hasn't seasons? been this season. Yeah. Uh, quite a while. So, yeah, she I forgot her little right-hand woman was murdered as well by somebody. Uh, deny, by Godiva. The, by what? Oh, jeez. By uh, one of the... Uh, 
one of the white Shows power chicks. Thomas. <laughs> Shut up. And then uh, finally, Dewey Crow and his antics. Um, he's trying to get his, make his way out of Kentucky, out of Harlan, and uh, tries to steal some gas from an old grandma, which was a really funny scene. Yeah. You're kind of touched and, in the uh, head, uh, aren't oh, yeah, you, boy? Racism. And she pulls out a shotgun and tries to shoot him. He tries to. He gets caught trying to, you know, suck gasoline out of her car. Yeah. And then she walks out and asks him what's ah. wrong. And he's like, I just need a little help. And she's like, well, let me get you something to eat, something warm. Yeah. And she walks back in the house and he's like, well, thank you. While you're doing that, you mind if I come inside and take a shit? And then uh, she comes out with a freaking double barrel shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> this is nice and warm for you. <laughs> yeah. Starts Here it is. Nice and warm. Uh, that was pretty funny. And then <laughs> he, he, he didn't up- like nick him or something. Yeah. And but. then she goes back to the uh, whorehouse, and this oh, is... He goes back to the whorehouse. Yeah, I'm sorry. He goes she back doesn't. to the whorehouse. Yes, sorry. <laughs> the old lady just said, F it, and went back yeah. to the whorehouse. He wants to get his necklace and turtle dove back. He, he loves how he calls that it a necklace. He his two favorite ladies. Yeah, and uh, it turns out they're with uh, uh, another gentleman caller, and he gets kind of upset about that. Stop so, saying anal sex. Before we get to the... Uh, Nobody said that. The getting local on your arse. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the episode, Thomas? I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good for a second to last episode. For a I thought it was episode. A, a good a good setup to the finale. Yeah, I agree. It was a lot of a lot of transition out, a lot of out go out sure. to in go in for a penultimate episode. But uh, that's kind of what I expect in the show. Sets up a good uh, good final episode for the yeah. season. I think. I, I think I would give it a eh, give it two solid thumbs up. Yeah, I would too. This show has one more season left, right? Yes, one more season officially. Okay. Which I anticipate will be 16. a full-out finale between Wynn, Boyd, and Raylan. Two. Unless Raylan, or Wynn gets blown the damn hell away in this episode. Wayne. Next one. Wynn. Wynn. Yeah, that's a good good call. That's a good, good... I'm guessing story. somebody's going to die in the next episode of Justified. Just a theory. Could be interesting. I bet it'll probably be Phoebe, but who knows? Here's hoping. I want Maybe Dewey, too. Maybe Dewey. How crazy would it be find. if it was Boyd? That would be so sorry. Like, you got an entire season without his character. <laughs> Especially because it's been building. That's why they've been focusing so on him so much this year. Yeah. Because they're going to cut him out. I doubt they'll do that. It'd be crazy. He's got too many tranny roles on uh, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy to do. He had to get out of the show. <laughs> this is season five. I think he's only been around for two episodes of that. Uh, is this season five? This is season five, yes. Man, it's crazy two. to me that this show's going to exist only one season shorter than The Shield. Yeah, I know. i kind of surprised they don't want to go seven, but apparently... Timothy Oliphant only wanted to do six, yeah. so he felt like it was the natural ending. So they should just, you know, recast that character for the last yeah. season. <laughs> recast him with uh, Phoebe Crow, <laughs> <laughs> with the same accent, exactly. Just wearing a cowboy hat and the <laughs> skinny jeans. I, I wonder yeah. with how much the death of Elmore Leonard affected the end of the show because he uh, who is that? He was the guy who created the character Raylan Givens oh. in his books, and uh, I wonder how much. Fire in the Hole. Fire in the Hole, the short story, and then he had a, an actual book. I forget the name of it. But I wonder how much the loss of Elmore Limmer, Lim, Leonard kind of affected the end of the show. Elmore Leonard. Uh, so, all right. Um, there, there's something we talked about a few weeks ago, and that the fact that this show keeps referencing Dallas point. area stuff. And there's a, there's a radio station that we listen to, and it really came to the forefront in this episode. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't even pay attention. Okay. So, in the, in the the there's a station called The Ticketer in Dallas, and... All the hosts have been referenced by character name in previous episodes. There's been Reiner, who was K-T-B-R. the plumber, the, or whatever he was, that in the, the prison was bringing hair into the prison. There was Hot Rod Dunham, yeah. that was the wispy, beardy guy. Yeah. There was Miller, that was Eric that was Roberts' character. Yeah. 
And uh, Jake Kemp was the uh, big fat guy that was chasing down the T.C. Fleming, who was the, the nerdy programmer. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a sheriff. Oh, no, he was the nerdy programmer. Yes, he was the nerdy programmer. Yeah. And then there's been, uh, I think that's it so far. But there was an incident on in the show. There was a sheriff's storm at some point as well. Apparently. Oh, that's right. There was a sheriff's storm. And uh, so in this episode, there's, there's a, a moment that happened in the history of the ticket that became quite legendary within the context of that radio station's little universe. But on this show, they reference a direct quote from this, and I'll play this quote from Justified, and I'll play the original moment on the ticket. So here's the moment from Justified's episode. Him? He's a loyal customer. Hold on. Let me turn it up a little bit. Why do I not have volume? All right. Here we go. Him? He's a loyal customer. Who the hell are you? I'll give you a gift. The anus is on you to take care of it. Not just give it away to any old dick face happens along. <laughs> anus? Yeah. You speak English, don't you, dick face? I completely forgot about that. I did it at the moment that it happened. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So the anus is on you comes from a uh, weekend show on the ticket called the T-Box. And here's the original moment. And the, the writer who writes several of the Justified episodes is a big fan of the show. Former Dallas resident. Yes. If you start sculling balls to the point where you're about to hurt somebody and you don't do anything about it you're a flawed guy yeah yeah that guy who was sculling the shots and i'm whizzing him by the guy's head and everything should have stopped he sh- i mean it, the anus was on him he should have moved the anus the anus just- oh. <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> So that, uh, yeah, that moment kind of took over the ticket, and then he (laughs) wrote it into the show. So here it is again from Justified. Him? He's a loyal customer. Who the hell are you? I'll give you a gift. The anus is on you to take care of it. Not just give it away to any old dick face happens along. Anus? Yeah. (laughs) You speak English, don't you? Dick face? (laughs) So this, uh, apparently this line really, malapropism is what it's technically known, is really caught on, like, uh, Vulture wrote a big article about it. Like the title of the article was "The Anus Is On You." That's awesome. Uh, the New Yorker wrote uh, that was the title. Of one of their articles about Justified was "The Anus Is On You." Awesome. So it really, really caught fire. So it's funny that uh, this little corner of the world started that. Started that, yeah. So Pretty the anus funny. is on you, yeah. So there's a little glory for you. So ratings, guys. Ratings. Uh, I think we already gave two did. thumbs up. Did you? you yes, for listening. the penultimate episode of Justified. Okay, excellent. All right, I guess let's go on to House of Cards. All right. Ah, yes, another episode of House of Cards. HOC. It's been in his crotch the whole... <laughs> so this was episode 21. What am I talking about there? Who knows? A gun. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> Who can know? Frank is trying to lobby the president for to get the bridge done that he wants so he can get the Chinese to back out their money from feeding Republican campaigns. And uh, Linda, his chief, uh, the president's chief of staff, tries to get in his way. And uh, as a result of him trying to go around her, she then ends up resigning, and he accepts it. Gets someone, yes, yeah, the president accepts it, but Frank clears someone Frank else first. off the deck. Yeah, he asks Frank first if he should accept it. Yes, yeah, and Frank points out that she served him. You know, does it in the same way Frank does everything? Like she served him faithfully. Blah blah blah. But what then again. Serve? But then again, if 
you 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 accept what does that it serve? and you open up the doors and yeah then anybody people can just threaten anybody thinks stuff that, yeah which they can with this very hyper reactionary president sure yes. oh yeah yep. still he's, i would say like, still he's like the worst president ever <laughs> the worst of all time um so that actually ends up working and uh walker ends up deciding he will do the bridge so frank wins again on two fronts uh well the other side of that is once walker proves it he calls the uh well he doesn't fang. call stamper calls fang and says we've got it approved but there's only there's one condition here you have to completely pull all money from from tusk, uh, from tusk. which as a result fang, uh tustin takes another bit of revenge at the very end of the episode and leaks that Claire had an affair with the photographer from season one. Who's apparently given the photographs to someone else. Absolutely. Yes. Or she just had access to him because she was a worked for him. So maybe she had access to his, his bank because Remy um, goes in, he finds this, this person and his trying to root out information about Frank and Claire finds this photographer that works for, I forget the original photographer's name, but, uh, and as kind of a bribe, I guess he buys all of her current work, her big right. pieces. Right. So, and, uh, she ends up obviously giving him the photos, and then they leaked. The, that's the very end of the episode as they leaked that to the press. Then you have some random stuff with uh, Rachel hiding, who's apparently lesbian now. Yeah, that was um, that was so obvious at the beginning of the episode yeah. when uh, Christian girl shows up. Sure, and I'm like, ah, uh, they going lesbian with well, especially this? when she's sitting there singing in the bed, and the girl's like, yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, don't stop. <laughs> Yeah. So what was she like? Was she's like Judy. Judy <laughs> exactly. Okay. She wasn't Mark. She wasn't into whistling. the vagina. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. She wasn't whistling. Um, <laughs> don't stop singing the Whatchamacallit song into the vagina. Yes, that happened right away. But it was just so. It's just so obvious. And I, sure. you know, it, it didn't need. It felt like I don't completely care. tacked on. And I, don't I know care. you. I, I know like, you like them both, and you want to get. That's what I'm saying. I don't care. I feel There's like they were just trying matter. to do something with her character. Yeah. Yes, and to they give her some screen time, and they don't need to. That yeah. didn't have anything to do with Stamper. We also had Stamper walking in her apartment after she walked out smelling with the girl at some underwear. point. And smelling yeah. I think it was just the sheets. But the sheets. I think it was underwear. It was the sheets. It was just the sheets. <laughs> was it? Looked like underwear to Go me. back and rewatch yeah. the entire episode right now. Dude, okay. it's just sheets. God. Okay. Well, how big okay, of underwear, underwear are you used to you laying around your house? You walk around smelling your own underwear all the time? That has nothing to do with anything. And does it stretch the entire mass of your bed? <laughs> well, it was the classic ATTU verse where it was on the one bar fuzzy oh, awesome. section. Ah. So I couldn't really see exactly what was going on. It just kind of looked like that to me. Which it would be great if we could get like a full HD signal the entire time watching Seems it. Seems weird, yeah. It really depends what time of day you're watching it now, and it's just really yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, Claire is trying to move forward with her case with uh, the president's wife and test getting the uh, another. The guy who raped Claire originally had apparently sexually assaulted several other people. And right. one of the people that came forward, she was trying to get her to testify <laughs> in front of senators and uh, other story, officials. Yeah. Hey, and and, the, and cameramen and like, yeah. news outlets and stuff. And at the last minute, uh, the girl has a panic attack and uh, pulls out, so to speak, as it yeah. were. And <laughs> thought Claire was going to get really ugly with her there, but yeah. she didn't. She didn't. She kind of backed off and was cool about it. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, you also have the president and the first lady going to therapy that was recommended by Claire because yeah. they're not talking to each other anymore, which obviously there's got to be some angle going on there with some kind of manipulation going on. Yeah. Sure. Now we um, have a couple of episodes in without, um, I forget, uh, greasy, the, the dude that died. No, I don't care about that anymore, Good. but yes, this is a couple episodes without greasy, but also without the assistant to the president now or oh, her. She yeah. Is. Oh yeah. She didn't jump used well. to yeah. But they keep the assistant in, of Chris Stoll. They keep inferring. Well, 
Remy is basically the number one uh, anti-Frank character because he also sure. busts the guy that's working for him saying, yeah, turn and talk, work yeah. with him now, haven't you? And we'll yeah. give him any information. And yeah, so he says I don't he know made the wrong choice. Right, exactly. So pretty much realize that that guy's not double working. He was really working for Just Frank. Just acting like completely. he was, pretty much. Yeah. And then Frank tries another angle with the Native American by trying to get an, another... Tribe recognized. Uh, tribe recognized. Gets absorbed by the original Yeah, it gets tribe. reabsorbed. They yeah, broke re-absorbed. off and then because uh, they weren't getting enough money, and they wanted their own casino. So and then, then he throws some meat in a pool out of anger yeah. and leaves. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Just to illustrate the point that, you know, dogs are so predictable. Yeah. It was goofy. What an illusion. What a smart illusion. So if we didn't have Tusk and we didn't have Remy, we really wouldn't have a show in a lot of ways. Yeah. I like the fact that at least somebody has some opposition. Somebody has some Frank. power that can actually have opposition to a yeah. vice president. Yeah. So the ultra powerful vice president. Yeah, exactly. Well, probably oh, politically and contradictory influential, they probably have a decent amount of that. You yeah. Know, any VP, but yes, in general, they're and not. By the way, powerful. I was thinking about this. Um, Whip and Remy got a little more love time. Not not much advancement there, but who no. cares? Yeah, she uh, finally came around to you know. Oh yeah. Let's let's do something. Yeah. With this thing. And with his thing, <laughs> uh, the things together. But why well, they weren't the, having problems with that? It was the problem was that he wanted to be more than that. Uh, but why were uh, why were Frank and uh, Stamper in Whip's office again, which used to be his old office? There was no excuse for it this time, other than they obviously just want to save money on sets. Yeah, but I don't know why he's even there. He was in a second room. She's out there typing up a bill on her MacBook, <laughs> that and was really weird. they're in her second her. Subroom or whatever. I don't know that. why that. That made no sense. Maybe because they're having some meeting and they didn't want to do it in his office because it's on the schedule or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It just kind of made, really, made no sense. I don't remember an explanation for that. Seems like a better place for them to meet would have been his house. True. The naval, the not naval, naval observatory. But I don't know what. The vice president typically lives in the naval oh, observatory. Yeah, okay. And moved it to his brownstone. Okay. He doesn't. Hmm? But he doesn't. Oh, I know. I'm saying they moved it. To, they could have moved the meeting to his brownstone. Cool. You know, that would have been probably more safe. Maybe. But that's also staff around. Maybe it's just her staff or something. I'm Maybe. sure VP always has people I don't know. around, too. Just, but I don't know. At least toss in some line that explains yeah, why he's in her office something. when there's no, there's no reason for that. Sure. You're getting tied down dumb. by things I just don't care about. Well, I like logical, you know, plot points. I, I like them to I'm explain not, things. Just not stupid words. You like stupid words? Oh, you do. You like logical plot points and stupid words. I like smart words, like <laughs> penultimate. I like big words. Oh, you made my point for it's me. It's like the weirdest feature ever. Of a human. I never understand why you hate language. You hate big I words. I don't hate language. Okay. So, All right. House of Cards. I actually give this one two thumbs up. It was a pretty good episode overall. And uh, yeah. it's advancing the plot forward, which is nice. Thumb up, thumb sideways. It was okay. You actually said earlier in the week this is the best episode we've had this season aside from one other. Did I say that? You did yeah, say you that. Did. I'd give it two thumbs up because it's actually going to go into something very mm-hmm. interesting hopefully you yeah know, this whole scandal i that's still coming stand out. by it i mean i do think it's the second best episode so far but i don't think the season has been particularly great no oh, no it's far inferior so to i stand by thumb one. up thumb sideways all right fair enough then all right let's get out of here well that's another wonderful episode of thumbs of fury out go out out go out and calls 469-665-9827 or emails to breakroomshow at gmail.com we're on the Facebook at facebook.com slash breakroomshow. I know it doesn't make sense, but that's fine. It's the way it is. <laughs> you can find all the links to things you need to know about at uh, thumbsfury.com, including all the links to subscribe to the show, which is very, very important. If you don't subscribe to the show, you really should. 
Um, we would appreciate if it. If you had a, a podcast player, we'll give you the option not just download a most recent episode, but also to subscribe to the show. And you can get it whenever that's, you open that out. That was download the most recent episode for yes. people that couldn't understand that slur. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or you can go to, if you, have a, if you have an iPhone, you can go to iTunes and you can subscribe that way as well if you use the regular uh, podcast app through that. There's plenty of podcast apps. But you should subscribe to the show. It's the official Break Room podcast app and we should be on there. Yes. Technically. Do we have... Oh, yeah, I guess we do. Yeah. I never tried to use it. I haven't either, but I'm sure it's on uh, there. I haven't either. <laughs> I think it costs money, which I've never... Which oh, use a free one, then. Unfortunately, Libsyn charges for it, and they said they have to, which I think is crap. Uh, use use a free one, then. Don't use that. No, don't use that. Uh, all right, well, uh, next week, we have some stuff going on that we haven't decided on yet. Sure. I don't think there's any big releases this weekend, so we won't be catching anything. Uh, Dustin and I will be on a lover's trip Anyways, New Orleans, so we wouldn't be catching anything Anyways, probably not But uh, we'll figure out something Maybe for next week Maybe just HIV from each other I know we will be covering Turn, the new AMC series Which premiered this last week, but it was exceedingly Turn. long So we didn't cover it this exactly. week Exactly. So maybe we'll cover that for 1. a main yeah, we should do that. We should do Premier. that for the movie yeah. And then we'll have uh, more Game of Thrones Justified And House of Cards I think next week is the last episode of Justified for the season So You think or you know? I, th- I know You know Because this was the penultimate episode Was it? All right, gasoline. High five. Out, go out, go out. <laughs> Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you.